Hello, I'm Lila, and I need some seconds before the start of the new episode to say that this season is almost finished. But we want more. We are overwhelmed with all the reactions from women across the world who love the idea of a podcast for and by women entrepreneurs. We want to become a community and to continue sharing these stories. Because only by sharing can we learn, strengthen ourselves, and more. So, we have decided that we want to go beyond the break podcast and create a new podcast that is accessible and relevant for all women entrepreneurs. But for this, we need all of you. To know what comes next, fill out the form that is mentioned in the episode description and in our social media post and share with everybody. Join the movement, join the sisterhood. Now let's get started with this episode of The Break Podcast. Welcome to The Break Podcast, a space for the exchanging knowledge between the members of The Break, a fellowship program for women entrepreneurs. In each episode, we will explore the experiences, opinions, and of course, the projects that the entrepreneurs are developing to be part of this support and professional growth network. This is a co-production between Lagor Services, Effecto Colibri, and all the women you will hear throughout this conversation. Enjoy the journey. Leadership for me is inspiring, is empowering, and is impacting to change the world. Leadership for me is creating a common level and thus connecting the different interests within a team and other shareholders. Leadership for me is about being authentic and showing up also as vulnerable and like being open for ideas from different kinds of people. Leadership for me is based on intelligence, on knowledge and on experience. In this episode, we will talk about leadership, something that should no longer be a position, but a space for the voices of those who already feel able to inspire others in certain areas of knowledge. My colleagues and I will explain from our experiences as the breakers, what are the businesses we are developing, how can we implement the concept of leadership in them, is it possible to talk about leadership from a less hierarchical and more horizontal perspective, a discussion on how female leadership can bring new ways of understanding this role and more, thinking on it in a more lovely and inspiring way. I'm Kachita Fogarty. I'm from Brazil, but I live in Ireland for nine years. And the name of my project is Evolve Lab. And I'm really, really happy to be here talking about a subject that I love and to meet you girls as well. So I'm Mechtit, or as we said already in the beginning, that I will be Matilda on this podcast, because my name is very difficult to pronounce for everyone. So I'm from Germany, and the name of my project is um, Inclusive Achtsamkeit, or in English, Inclusive Mindfulness. And I'm also happy to be talking about the topic about uh, around leadership with you. Hey, my name is Colleen. I'm originally from Germany, but I do live in Sweden. My project is called HEAT. And I'm super thankful and excited to be here and get to know the three other beautiful girls. 
Hi, my name is Dr. Polona Zaev. I am from Slovenia, but I live in Austria. And the name of my project is Pimlico Consulting. And I am very excited to be here with you today. So during the break, I think we talked a lot about how different people lead or what makes a good leader. And one thing that we felt very strongly about was that a leader should empower people. A leader should inspire people, should lead the change and kind of have a shared vision with the whole team. And so while being here in Burgos, I think it was a very, it is still is a very interesting experience because we are here a group of women entrepreneurs and we brought kind of the female leadership side to it. But the team that we work here with is mostly a male team. So it was a very interesting development and something that I'm very passionate about because I really truly believe that the best result in leadership as in everything else is when we come together. So when we reach a sort of equilibrium, a sort of equality. So we really tried here because often we have a female leadership principle and a male leadership principle. So what we were trying to do for the whole month while we were here was trying to find the sort of the best way forward, finding kind of the middle ground or what would be something that would work for, for each side and how to lead is not just a female principle or a male principle, but just like a general human principle. So this is something that we've been working quite a lot with. Can I ask you to elaborate a little bit more on female leadership or what is in your opinion a female leadership or a male leadership? It's not, I wouldn't say that it's definitely, it should be divided between sexes. But while we were here, we really observed how differently we approach to, to tasks or to when someone is given a task that should kind of involve other people, we really observed how differently we kind of respond to this. So it, it, it kind of led us, this was kind of a natural progression of, huh, okay, you do this a little bit differently. And this is how I think I would do it. So it wasn't necessarily something concrete or like something is, is male, something is female, but it was just in the way that we approach things that we found out that, okay, but we want to get to the same goal. It's just the, the tools and the, the way we kind of vocalize that sometimes is, is quite different. Yeah, it's amazing, Polona, what you just explained and connected me with an awareness that I really wanted to bring in the organizations and people I work with, because it's not only about male and female, the way they lead, but it's about bringing the awareness about female and male energy. So I think this is a subject that we don't talk much about, especially with men. And I think as much as we can bring this awareness to men that, look, you have a feminine energy inside you as well that we need to learn how to let express itself because male as well has a lot of collective beliefs I would say that male needs to be strong needs to be direct needs to lead the way our society was brought up made a lot of um, patterns in behaviors regarding to male leadership if that makes sense I hope it does yeah no I I absolutely agree with you Because also our conclusion was, because now we had a, a lot of, let's say, female leadership programs, 
And I think women by now, thank God, we are quite, you know, strong and we can lead. But actually what came from the men is like, we we would also like a, a program or a workshop how to kind of behave in this new world, you know, because things are so very different right now that what would be something that would kind of make everyone happy? So not just one side or the other side, but how can we try at least to make the whole community happy, you know, not to be divided anymore between different genders, different sexes, but how something, at least something close to common ground can be found. And this is definitely a conversation that cannot include only women, only men, but this is a conversation that we need to have together. Definitely. Thanks, Polona. It was amazing. I also feel like that this is a conversation we have to have together. Nevertheless, I feel like as the gap between male and female is still so strong. So, for example, within the startup business, you can see that female-run businesses will get less funding than male-run businesses. There's the need right now to lift the females a little bit up higher. And when we are on the same level, I would also love to have more workshops where we can kind of tackle a challenge a little bit more. So then also lifting up the males by maybe challenging their female energy a little bit more at the same time as we're currently doing with the females being maybe a little bit more direct and more strong like males or like the male energy and then to lift them up a bit higher so we are on an equal level at one point hopefully definitely colleen actually there is um an article if i'm not wrong in the harvard business they say uh, about why self-awareness isn't doing more help to women's career and it's talking exactly about women in leadership roles that they are not feeling confident to moving forward so this talk about what you said about bringing the male energy as well our awareness as a woman to be more confident to be more decisive to be more uh, I think the main thing for me is self-awareness I think us as a woman we need to be more self-aware about our power about our capabilities and really feel that we also deserve to be in leadership roles because also I feel with a lot of my clients they have the abilities they have the the talents that they need but they don't believe in themselves and I think this is something we really really need to work um when we talk about feminine and male energy inside us yeah Katita I absolutely agree with that and I also think you know a lot of the times when women are actually put in leadership position they kind of feel forced, like they have to lead like a man or think like a man, you know? But we as women, we, like you said, we have a different energy. We see things differently. We are very intuitive. And somehow we are afraid to show that intuitive side that even if it is a more emotional side, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's It was made bad by society. But when it comes to leadership, you know, you need a little bit of all of it. So we shouldn't be afraid of showing a different style of leadership than we have known so far. Yeah, definitely, Polona. And I think this is what amazed me a lot about the break program, because for me, was the first time I had experience to be in a community where I didn't see competition. I just seen support. And I just, I seen a lot of, I was in Cantabria in October, and I saw a lot of women comfortable sharing vulnerability as a leader, as an entrepreneur. And I think for me, really empowered me as well to see and to know about others' vulnerabilities, others' 
challenge. And I think the break, even the way the break is designed, in my opinion, I perceive as a really leadership mindset, not only about the webinars and the knowledge they are sharing, but I think for me from the beginning, because they are really worried about bringing the community together, engaging the community, helping, inspiring us and motivate us to be part of the decisions, to be part of the whole program design. And I think for me, it was really good to experience that a way of a corporative environment, because I, I think I had a belief years, years ago that to be in a woman environment was a lot of competition and a lot of pressure. And I think it's time for us to break the bridge and to understand that, no, we can help each other. We can really be there and support each other to grow. So, yeah, I think the break showed me and taught me a lot of that. Yeah, thank you, Katita. I feel the same way. I'm currently in the break in Agaete in Gran Canaria. And also we are so different, all of us, but still we like share and have this vulnerability with every one of us. So it's beautiful. And also with the broader community of all of us that are connecting now through the different tools that we have. And I, for myself, I want to add another perspective to the male and female, but also like the perspective of different forms of maybe you can call it uh, discrimination or privileges. For me, I have the disability, which also makes it a different level of being a leader because having a disability maybe shows you different things that you cannot do or can do. And But also a lot of innovation is coming out of having a disability and having to do it maybe in a different way than a person who is more able or able-bodied than a person who has um, a kind of um, yeah disability there are many so mine is now a, like I have a movement disability but of course there are a lot of different kinds of disabilities so and also this is what I want to why I wanted to be in this group of being a leader to show the different perspectives of leadership and that there also has to be more visibility of uh, people with disability as leaders as we don't see them so often only in a like a certain way. Thanks, Matilda. And it's amazing what you said, because in the break, I really felt and I could experience in my own group the inclusion. And I think this, of course, brings the awareness of how important it is to have inclusion and leadership in diversity, but also even for us as a leaders as well because teach us about the adaptability flexibility because you need to adapt you need to learn you need to respect you need to listen so i think it is win-win do you know because you include you have diversity and you also teaching people educating people how to be more included as well because was something that for me was a really really lesson learned in being in the break So my project is called HEAT and we are aiming to be the first fair and sustainable Swedish condom brand which encourages greater protection in the heat of the moment by packaging our condoms in matchboxes. And we also want to include males within the condom conversation so we want to encourage females to take more ownership about their bodies and to stop taking pills and thus reconnecting with their cycle and seeing the power behind the period instead of a thing that they have to go through every month. Matilda, what about you? What's your project about? Yes, thank you. Your project sounds really interesting. So my project is about uh, making mindfulness more inclusive for people with disability. 
and also connecting people with and without disability through uh, mindfulness like yoga and meditation and also helping other yoga and mindfulness teachers in making their own offer more inclusive for people with disability. I feel really connected to supporting other disabled people and to make the world more inclusive. Uh, what about you, Katita? Thanks very much, Matilda. Amazing your project, I think, is a topic that we all need to go a little bit deeper and understand better how we can contribute as well in the places we are. And so my business is about developing people. So towards self-awareness, they can become not only better leaders in their business or in the organizations they work, but also my goal is to help them to become more human-driven professionals. And when I started the break was only a project, even though I was already for a year doing one-to-one mentoring, coaching sessions, workshops towards personal development. I think in the break, I got the real idea and the real knowledge about the potential of my business. And I started offering as well the services to organizations because my goal is really integrate personal and professional and bring the self-awareness of the importance of having not only talking about work and life balance, but also living it and also bringing this awareness of the importance of aligning values between people and organizations, because I think it's something we talk about, but we don't experience much in the organizations we are. So the break brought me a lot of self-confidence. And also with the break, I started a social initiative as well to bring personal and professional developing inside communities around Europe and Brazil as well. Polona, I'd love to know more about your project. Thank you very much for your question. So I actually own a consulting firm, a Pimlico, and we deal mostly directly with the European Commission and with different organizations within the United Nations. Now, the aim is to get capable, qualified people on leadership positions, meaning that these positions should be filled with people who are from geographically different countries and also gender equality quota should be applied. So we really aim for getting more women in leadership positions and more people from different types of countries because very often it happens that we have, you know, a group of 10 people who should represent the world on a global scale and we have five people on that board from Western Europe or from the United States so the goal is to get a very equally distributed participation, both in gender and geography and expertise as well. I think, Matilda, your project really resonates with me as I'm also a yoga teacher myself. So therefore, I would love to hear a little bit more about how you're targeting yoga teachers or what is your, your aim of working together with them? Yeah, so from my own experience, I realized that I, maybe there was a fear for myself to go into yoga studios, but also the yoga teachers teaching yoga may be concerned when I, as a wheelchair user, am coming to their yoga studio, or maybe even the place is not even accessible. So I want to make the, create the awareness that yoga, as you know, is for everybody, and um, to show more people that they can do yoga, and also, of course, making more yoga teachers uh, to teach it because if it's only me then um, there will be like a bottleneck so I want to uh, make it more available for every yoga teacher to teach uh, inclusive yoga. 
Super interesting. Thank you for answering. Can I jump and just add, because uh, Mathilde, I think your project and Colleen project uh, is something I'm really passionate about because I did yoga myself and I really think helps me towards my personal development, you know, grounding and be present and be self-confident even you know, to lead meetings, to lead teams and connecting with the Colleen's project, I would like to ask, what is your biggest challenge? Because I went through um, mentoring to understand more about my cycles and my productivity as well. And now that I have this knowledge, I my productivity is much, much better. But I feel inside organizations, the way things are designed, they are really main way designed and I think this is our awareness that we really need to bring inside organizations and to leaders inside the organizations so my question is what is your biggest challenge I don't know if you're targeting organizations leaders or is just um, professionals in general how it is for you thank you really good question and also really good summary of what you have experience yourself and also what the world is struggling with because we're still living in a really patriarchic oriented society meaning all the structures that we have built up within the society were man-made and as more and more females are going into leadership positions or also starting to work since a couple of years like really long time ago we need to rechange the structures we're currently living in as my product, which I'm developing, is a fair and sustainable condom and everything around that, which is kind of like linked to make the brand a brand, is talking about also the cycle and everything related to that. But to answer your question about what the biggest challenge is, is actually how to how to get funding in, how to start the business, how to start ordering the first batches of condoms and how to bring it out on the market. But we are currently targeting females or females will be our primary customers as we want to encourage them to take more ownership about their bodies. And thus we're packaging the condoms in a little more fun way. So they will be packed in matchboxes. And then also our phrase and wording and copywriting fits because then you're protected in the heat of the moment for your perfect match packed in matchboxes. And it's a little bit more fun to have the condoms than lying around openly at home or also you don't feel as embarrassed to purchase them in a store or maybe even having them in your handbag. So that's how we try to target females to to yeah, carry the condoms around and then also use them in the heat of the moment. I hope that was answering your questions. If not, feel free to ask again. No, no, that was amazing. Um, do you, just a, another quick question. Do you think in the future, would you be interested of guiding leaders to, I know you have focus on a product now, but guiding leaders to understand more deep about the cycles and the difference that would be in the productivity and bringing this awareness to, it's something would be interest of talking or doing. Yeah, definitely. Because I try to myself be more aware about the phases I'm in within my cycle, because for example, there are some days where you're more productive, but also some days where you more socially aware or where it's more likely that you score a job interview that you close an investment round or if you're more successful and like what is successful but more successful within a date so there are phases within your cycle where you could use them towards these kind of things and my idea for scaling my business would even be 
having a fertility tracking app, which is linked to your calendar, where you then can say, okay, I'm about to overlate. So meaning I'm more likely to score a job interview or close an investment round. And then it will be linked to your calendar saying, okay, schedule something like that in your calendar. Whereas right now, I feel like if you're not really aware of which phase within your cycle you're at, it might be that you end up having a job interview or an investment meeting while you are on your period, so while you're menstruating. And these times you rather want to go home and cozy down and you may be a little bit less social. That's the general point of view. Of course, every female and every individual is different, but therefore I would love to encourage females to actually track the cycle and be aware of themselves. And then also what is maybe linked to Matilda, that being more, more mindful and more aware about your own personality as we're all different. I was just thinking about how then the new form of leadership should look like because I've been reading or experiencing a lot where it's more flat hierarchy leaderships. Um, I'm also currently working in a bigger company where we're going through a change and they want to have entrepreneurs within a structure. So they want to have it a little bit more flat hierarchic. And there's also a lot of companies within Germany that kind of like, how to say not really donated but gave gave away the function of leaders so everyone within the company owns part of the company so everything is kind of like a little bit more smoothly and more flat and i'm wondering if that's something related to female leadership or how we can talk about that or how it's been seen in the society currently because Personally, I feel like that's the way to go, to not have different levels of leadership, but rather have it integrated in smaller groups and smaller departments, smaller entrepreneurial mindsets, and then build through that a bigger corporation. Amazing, Colleen. Actually, this is a subject that I'm really interested in. I'm studying uh, more there are some organizations even in brazil and uh, they have started this design of flat leadership uh, it's something that i particularly believe but i also believe that in order for us to have an effective flat leadership we need to invest a lot in self-awareness i think self-awareness is the main skill for the leaders in the new era because if we don't have self-awareness can become a little bit messy because and the way sometimes the leaders um there's someone that needs to make a decision let's say but if you have this flat leadership is a more collaborative decision making which i totally believe but again i think business owners and leaders need to invest in self-awareness because the way I work, I truly believe that we need to develop leaders to develop all the other leaders because people need to become leaders of themselves first. And as they become leaders of them themselves, they can become leaders in the roles and then teach other people to become leaders. So definitely I believe on that with the point that we really need to invest in self-awareness in order to make an effective work environment. Super interesting what you're just saying, because also during the break, I was working with my mentor about inner leadership because I wanted to work more on my leadership skills. And then she coached me through my inner leader because 
I already said before the mentoring that I would want to work together with my strengths and weaknesses, together with both and not against them, and try to find ways where you can incorporate the weaknesses and maybe develop them into your strengths. And it was super interesting to talk to my mentor about that because she also gave me a really inspiring point of view where she said that we should try to work less about being perfectionist, but rather about being an excellent person. And just by changing the wording you're talking to yourself, but then also to hopefully the people you're leading, you can change from nothing needs to be perfect, but we aim for excellent. And that was a really interesting work for myself, an interesting task to reflect on that. And I definitely also agree that through being more aware of yourself, and self-aware, having a better inner leadership, you can also attract the outer world in that sense. And I'm pretty sure that Matilda can also say something about that as it's super linked to uh, mindfulness and that's uh, part of your project, right? Yes, thank you, Colleen and Katita for adding that part of self-awareness. I was thinking like, yes, we need more self-awareness and seeing also like different perspective, which comes back to my topic of disabled leadership, because these are like different perspectives that we're bringing in, because otherwise we have this problem that the product is designed by, or the product or project is designed by a male, white, a middle-aged person in the West, but there are so many other people and ideas. And so we really need to be more self-aware to be open for new ideas from different backgrounds, from different people. And I think the program like The Break is great to, for that because there are so many different perspectives and different projects. And already I, in this time, learned so much from all the different people that I met through this program. And I think I also could give to a lot of people this awareness why inclusion is important for their projects. And I hope that a lot of the projects that are in the break um, can benefit from this perspective, maybe even from just seeing me as a disabled person in the program, that they're thinking about it for their own project or products. Um, so yeah, this is something that I want to uh, bring into. And this is why this topic around self-awareness is so important for me as a leader. Uh, Polona, what is it for you? Yeah, I I think it's very interesting what all of you said. And I feel like it, it comes down to the change of mindset because more often than not, we see someone else succeeding, a woman, a man, and we think, oh, but like, uh, you know, I, uh, you know I, I want that too. You're kind of jealous of, of, of all their achievements. But I, it should start from oneself, you know? It should start from, okay, that's great progress. That person is doing great. What can I change so I can also achieve that? So how can I contribute to a better change. So I think this self-awareness and mindfulness really starts with us. And yeah, I, I really agree with all of you that a great leader is one that is very self-aware, first and foremost, of oneself, because only when you are in control of yourself, you can kind of be in control or be a good example for others. 
Definitely, Polona. And just to add, because when we talk about mindset, the change of mindset is the start of everything. And like I see in few times leaders inside organizations trying to make in this change, but then the head management uh, didn't have this mindset change. So the change needs to start from the top because the, the business owners need to support the leaders in order them to do the change as well. This is why I think it's so powerful the, this new era of entrepreneurship because there's so much new organizations coming to life. And if we start changing the mindset of these new business owners, these new leaders, is going to change the future. Because there's a lot of taboos subject when we talk a lot about self-awareness that inside the organization, maybe you're not going to be able to talk. Because when you talk about sometimes the leader projecting their own fears, their own traumas, their own pain in their teams or the way they lead. Also, when we talk about inner child, you know, we need to start looking to the pain, the traumas that we suffer as a kid in order to understand what is affecting the way we lead nowadays. So definitely mindset change is a really, really important topic for us to talk about. As I already said that I went with my mentor through the fact of working on my inner leadership. There's another thing I really learned and took home from Spain back to Sweden was the power of active listening and how you can be an active listener, how you can be mindful in the moment. Maybe that's actually connecting everything we already said. So being mindful in the moment, but being also open for the others and maybe being a little bit more in line with yourself, especially I personally felt that Back in the days when I was a little bit unsure about who I am and maybe felt a little bit less valued, I would need to talk more about myself. Whereas right now, I feel like I have the room in my head and in my heart to active listen to others and take in their information and also actively ask for maybe more input or like more details from from the person which is which I'm talking to. So that's definitely a skill I took home or like uh, maybe a little seed that I've planted in Spain and which is now growing here while being home and where I will hopefully I can harvest the fruits from within the next couple of months and years because I feel like that's one of the biggest abilities or like the biggest strengths and um, good leaders should have is being able of active listen and being mindful about the other person and taking and also the emotionally side while active listening. Maybe Polona, what did you learn from from Jeffrey? Actually, I was I was just asked this question quite recently, like why do you do what you do? And I think the same answer that I'm going to give you can you know. Uh, be used with what did you learn here the most and the answer is just to change the world for the better and it's not like some romantic cliche but I have actually seen it been done it's it can be done like on a smaller scale you have great projects you have clear milestones you have achievable goals and actually you can really contribute and you can really make a good change And it's just something that really warms my heart. I think I'm I'm just gonna go home with a very full heart that's kind of hopeful for the future. 
Because, yeah, I'm seeing it here firsthand that we can create a very positive change. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things that I can bring back home, this absolute positive energy for a different world, a world where everyone can feel accepted and a world that in which everyone is valued. How about you, Matilda? What do you think? What are you going to bring back home from the break? Yeah, thank you. This was so beautiful. And I was just thinking like, oh, wow, this is what I would say as well, because I can totally second this. I also want to see this change in the world that of bringing different perspectives into the world, different projects, supporting each other as we are doing here now in this group and also in our groups that we are staying with in the break and the bigger community. So I'm so happy to be a part of this community, this project and um, to make the world a better place with each one of our projects. And then, of course, we can change the world with that because there's so many great projects. Um, and Katita, what about you? Amazing. I really related with everything that you guys said. And it's crazy because before I joined the break, I felt I was a lonely crazy. Ah, she dreams of changing the world, you know? And then I met a lot of other crazy people, which is great. And, and I really feel the power and positivity that Polona was saying too. But I think for me, the biggest lessons I bring from the break is the importance of inclusion. This is something that really brought to my attention, you know, how much I was, I was being inclusive in my own life because sometimes you want the organizations to be more inclusive where I do need to think about our own actions first so this for me was a really important lesson about as well the importance of acceptance accepting who we are the way we lead because I think any change starts by accepting first because if we just start like trying fighting against our nature fighting against uh, something that we have learned our whole lives is harder to change when you accept and you understand where this is coming from is easier to change and the last two lessons I got was power of collaboration. This is something I really experienced in the break. And this is something that I really want to focus on, on my own journey and bringing this awareness to people. And the last lesson I learned from our host, one of our hosts in Cantabria, Oscar, was the power of giving first. I think this for me was something that I always thought, you know, I try to give as much as I can to my clients, to my family, but I think this knowledge of give it first, regardless, give what you have, regardless of anything, put you in a change of mindset as well of everything we have, there's someone needing. I don't know if the English was right, but everything we have that we can give to someone and bring value to other people. I think this for me is the biggest lesson. Give first, bring value, because when you give first, you listen. And when you listen, you learn more about yourself and you also learn more how you can help other people and how you can help to change the world with the other craze breakers. I am a leader and I want to show that you can be a leader with showing up authentically, with this being a woman, being disabled, being whatever you are in your life and that we need more differently kind of leaderships in this world. I really want to be a leader that are connected with a purpose and help people to understand the power of being 
connected with your essence, with your purpose, because this is the only way we can make a change. I'm a leader and I want to be a leader that is open-minded and still growing and getting inspiration from other people around them, but then in the return also hopefully inspiring the people that I'm leading. I can say my name is Polona and I am a leader because I want to empower, because I want to inspire and because I want to lead the change. Thank you for listening. We hope this podcast will inspire all women who want to be an entrepreneur and become a part of the Break community. You can find all the information about us and our projects and all the episodes of the Break podcast featured on effectocolibri.com and lagorservices.com. Bye!